This Israel report is brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. Israel can be a great investment, but challenging to manage if you are based abroad. The Blue Agency will manage every aspect of your property, finding and vetting tenants, maintaining your property and getting it rental ready, negotiating contracts and collecting rentals, reporting back to you regularly. The Blue Agency has built a reputation for trust and confidentiality over 20 years. The Blue Agency, your Israel property is in good hands. Contact us at www.thebueagency.com. The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. And by Anthony Reich, we of course mean Rolene Marks. Rolene Marks, a very, very good morning. I'm an imposter, Howard. I'm an imposter. I'm sure you've been called a lot worse in your day, Rolene. Where do we even begin? <laughs> right. Well, let's begin there because what a year. It has been, and we wanted to take the opportunity to look back at that year. And of course, unfortunately, one of the uh, common themes is name calling. And I don't mean calling you Anthony Reich, but calling you all sorts of other names because of what you do. It hasn't been an easy year for people involved in reporting on Israel, Israel advocacy, trying to to bring perspective to what's been a, a challenging time. Give us your sense. Well, I mean, in this year alone, I've been called a seditionist, a traitor, a hate monger, uh, a leftist, a rightist, a Zionati. But Howard, nothing compares to that great monicum that they gave me. Occupier Barbie, the Jewish <laughs> Jezebel. That's still, I mean, I need a t-shirt for that. Right, well, I mean, Barbie's very in this year, really. So, I mean, that's, a, I guess, a good thing. Occupier Barbie, maybe not so much, but goodness me. Uh, so, so how do we look back? At this year, because it really has been a year that's been marked by political turmoil, a, a horrific terror attacks, uh, so many that that it took our breath away. Uh, where do we even begin? Well, it has definitely been a tumultuous year, probably one of the most tumultuous in Israel's history. And, and just a couple of weeks ago, you and I were talking about the road to South Africa's constitutional moment. Mm -hmm. You had that incredible webinar with Robbie Brosen, who, who spoke passionately in the South African sense of it. But maybe this is... Um, Maybe this is our moment. You know, when Israel was formed as a state in 1947, they set the deadline of the 1st of October 1948 to have a constitution. Well, yeah, we you're not quite there yet. By a couple of decades. Right. It sounds like Eskom is running that process. Exactly, exactly. You know, uh, uh, sort of like side path down a a, a war or, or sex mm. ed, you know, here, here we are these years later. So, uh, you know, November last year, we had yet another election. We saw a, a change in government. We now have a government where we have extreme far-right elements, uh, a, a lot of contention starting to, uh, and division starting to bubble over. Uh, within the coalition we just saw this past week Itamar Ben-Gavir saying and I'm not going to play with you anymore if you don't impose um, visitation restrictions 
for Palestinian security prisoners. I don't know, you know, why mm. he is so obsessed with this particular issue is confounding our security uh, infrastructure, our security organizations, and our prime minister as well, who basically told him, you know, to sit this one down. Uh, but he's uh, said he's going to boycott the the coalition. I'm not going to vote with you, which kind of uh, basically is an empty threat because the Knesset is not in session at the moment. Mm-hmm. But it's indicative of uh, of some of the divisions. The year very much has been about what is Ben Gavir saying today. Uh, we've also seen the huge, huge, contentious overhaul issue absolutely uh, cause ructions in Israeli society, and that has filtered out across the world. Just this morning, you know, once the embargo on the media has has been lifted, we have been able to share President Herzog's message to world jury for for Rosh Hashanah, and he says he says this has been a year of struggle, and he says it's a time for everybody to open their hearts and listen. And he said it's okay to have different opinions. It shows that we have democracy. Uh, but, you know, what has been very, very worrying, and, and you alluded to this when you opened up, is the name-calling, the divisions that, that have blown apart. Uh, I noticed from speaking to many organizations, Zionist organizations, that a lot of people... Um, you know, don't want to contribute, don't want to support them anymore. And, and, and that's a real shame because if ever there was a time to stand behind the Zionist organizations, it is now. You don't have to agree with the, the government at the moment, but this is your opportunity to get involved and have your say and make sure that any of your um, uh objections mm. are, are heard. And, and also remember, a lot of these Zionist organizations are not partisan. They do not support uh, uh, specific political parties, but they do do imperative work on the ground where it is needed the most. So that, that's really been very much the, the theme, that you've had this very, very dominant political um, turmoil happening within Israel. Uh, you've had, and then of course there's been all of the, the horrific terror attacks. Well, we definitely have seen a significant increase in terror attacks. There's, there, there's no question about it. And, and these are the terror attacks we even know about, the ones that make it to, to the media, the ones that have gone past the uh, the censors. We've had the horrific attacks like the killing of uh, three members of the D family, mm. mother and two daughters. We've seen several siblings being killed, a father and son, just a couple of, of weeks ago. Uh, attacks coming in uh, basically on a daily basis, whether it be from the Iranian-sponsored proxies uh, in, in the West Bank in terms of Lion's Den and, and Hamas, or whether it be the IRGC trying to encroach ever closer on Israeli sovereign territory, that um, story that broke just earlier this week mm. that we have uh, a, an air force or an airport just 20 kilometers away from our border um, with Lebanon that is Iranian. That's where they tend to, to strike at Israel's population. Another flare-up in May... Uh, this year with rocket attacks and mortar attacks and, and um, uh, other attacks from Gaza. So 
uh, we have seen a significant increase. And, and, and what I find very interesting and many of us have commented on is that um, the some of the parties that were voted into this government and, and uh, by a small margin, and, and they do sit on the more right or far right uh, uh, end of the spectrum, was that they promised an end to to the violence, an end to the terror, and instead of an end to the terror, we have seen a significant increase. Mm, mm. The other uh, the other aspect, of course, has been Israel internationally, where we've 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 seen um, the Abraham Accords taking uh, developing very very well in some areas, stuttering along in others. How would you summarize the year that was in terms of Israel in the international? Um, in the international community? Well, there's uh, no question um, elements of this new government have hurt Israel's international standing. We've seen many, many uh, foreign ministries refuse to host the uh, national security minister and the finance minister at some of their events, including the United States embassy. Our Abrahamic partners are very, very um, uh, cautious at the moment, not meeting with officials from the government because of some of the inflammatory comments that we've heard coming from, and we know who the culprits are, uh, uh. coming from those members of the government, uh, some of the comments downright racist, and you and I have discussed it at length, and that is um, causing growing concerns amongst South Africans here in, uh. in Israel and around the world. Uh, the majority of the of the world very, very concerned about what these proposed judicial overhauls could do for Israel's democracy. We've heard them vociferously uh, vocalized by the United States uh, and other countries, even at the United Nations, although the United Nations is no great uh, friend to, to the state of Israel. On the more positive side, we have more and more noise coming out of the Saudi normalization area. Are we headed there? And uh, the Saudis have said, you know, as part of their normalization deal, they want more concessions towards the Palestinians. However, they've also made it quite public that they, they expect certain behavioral changes from the Palestinians uh, as well, including clamping down on mm-hmm. terror. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we, we do have some some good with the bad. Uh, and one area where Israel is really starting to shine, who'd have thunk it, Howard, mm-hmm. is sports. Yes, it's been quite the year, hasn't it? It has been quite the year, and I, and I just have to give a, a, a mention because, you know, we hear all the sexy sports, the the uh, soccer, the football, mm. uh, and the gymnastics, and the judoku, and the windsurfing, and the fencing, but what we don't seem to hear a lot about, and it's happening at the moment, and, and you know my stance, on uh, the prince and his wife uh, is the Invictus Games where we do have an Israeli team of uh, uh, wounded veterans there for the first time and absolutely slain it 
in, uh, in the sports, table tennis, we dominated there, swimming, we've been doing very well. And yesterday I happened to speak to one of our, our veterans on the ground, and he said, and this is so heartening, he says, the love that other countries have for Israel is incredible. He says, you know, people think that uh, we, we perceived bad. He says, but when you speak soldier to soldier, and you speak to the Danish army, and you speak uh, to to the U.S. Army. He says, the U.S. Army just wants our flags and our shirts. He says, hey, you know, I need my hoodie. Hmm. He says, but uh, when you speak soldier to soldier, he says, the British Army is so, so, so supportive of the IDF. He says, that's where you get the understanding that they understand what we go through, and they understand why we have to defend the state of Israel. So that, to me, was uh, quite amazing. an amazing moment. That is really incredible. Rolene, tonight Israel, of course, along with the rest of the world, uh, or the rest of the world along with Israel, is celebrating Rosh Hashanah. What does it look like in Israel? I was quite disturbed by the statement that every shul, every synagogue will have an armed guard outside. Uh, obviously, that's just very clearly a sign of, of what is needed. But what does the rest of the country, what, has the, what, what does it look like in general? Unfortunately, whether you are a Jew um, celebrating Rosh Hashanah, the start of our New Year in Israel, or in Amsterdam, or in Johannesburg, or in uh, New York, wherever you are in the, around the world, unfortunately, with the rate of terrorism and anti-Semitism, we do have to take these precautions. Having said that, and I'm sure you're going to experience it in, in Johannesburg as well, this the air is soon to start smelling like chicken soup and chanot being baked. I, uh, with military precision, did my shopping at the supermarket before I even dare put a pinky toe near a supermarket this morning because you could, uh, it, it could get pretty hairy up there, Howard, and this and this. It, it, it's definitely festive. In, in Israel, you can always tell the upcoming Chagim by what is on the supermarket shelter. And when you start seeing the the wine and the honey and the pomegranates, there's such a beautiful feeling. And there's a very positive feeling in the air as we approach another beautiful New Year. Rolene Marks, that is where we leave it. Thank you for everything. Thank you for a phenomenal year of reporting and to bring us up to speed, sometimes uh, taking a little bit of flack for it, but that's okay. Wishing you and your family a Shana Tova, a wonderful and blessed year ahead. And, of course, we will catch you next week. It is 8 o'clock. Before we go to the news, let's wrap up Louis Carpus's sports question. He wanted to know from us. And uh, he wanted to know when, let me just uh, make sure that I've got the question exactly right for you, because I know you a lot. Uh, but w he wanted to know from us, in 2003, after South Africa defeated Samoa, the two teams did something that touched people's hearts around the world. What did they do? Taking a look at some of uh, your answers and uh, let's just see. Madeleine says both teams blew the shofar. Unsigned says they blew the shofar. Uh, Carol Z says they prayed. Anton uh, L, nope, he didn't answer that question. And uh, Karen says they had a quiet moment of respect and a reflection. The answer, according to Louis Carpus, is they prayed. They prayed together 
in a huddle. It is 8 o'clock. Good morning. That Israel report was brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. Owning properties in Israel can be a great investment, but challenging to manage if you're based abroad. The Blue Agency will manage every aspect of your property, finding and vetting tenants, maintaining your property and getting it rental ready, negotiating contracts and collecting rentals, reporting back to you regularly. The Blue Agency has built a reputation for trust and confidentiality over 20 years. The Blue Agency, your Israel property is in good hands. Contact us at www.thebueagency.com.